the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. This is Dr. David Anderson, senior pastor and founder of Bridgeway Community Church in Columbia, Maryland. And I am so glad that you are tuned in now to our new special Saturday edition of Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. You're going to hear conversations from recent talks where I've connected with radio listeners just like you to help them build bridges of reconciliation, race, religion, relationships. Are you ready? Let's get started. teenagers, young kids, grandkids, uh, even if you're a parent and you want to hear some young wisdom today, we're going to talk about the wisdom of respecting your parents. Let's kick it off in Laurel, Maryland with Roseanne, who's on the line. Hi, Roseanne. It's Dr. Anderson and Sophia. How are you? Hi, Dr. Anderson. Hi, Sophia. Sophia, good job. Good job, girl. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you. So what are you thinking, Miss Roseanne? I have a question for you. Maybe you can give me some insight on how to deal with my daughter and my grandkids. Mm. Um, My question is, how do I get respect from a 42-year-old woman that shows me no respect, and neither do my grandkids because they see what mom does, number one. Number two, when they see me come over, they want me to buy, 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 and I said I'm not doing that no more. So they don't talk to me anymore. Mm. Sophia, what do you think about that? How do I get respect when my daughter and my granddaughters uh, or grandkids aren't respecting me? What do you think? You know, that's 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 really tough because I I see that a lot, and um, I've I'm still even trying to think about the best ways to deal with that sort of situation. And it it really when you're when you're raising children, it really does start from when they're really young. But when mm. you're at a point where they're kind of a little bit too old to start when they're young. It's, it's a tough situation to really feel like, you know, what what do I do? Mm. And um, I'm thinking right now, you know, what what really should you do? You know, and that's it's a tough situation. And do I don't you know, have what, grandparents what, that you live uh, know? Are they alive? I didn't grow up with any grandparents. What about you? Do you have any grandparents? Do I? Yeah. Oh, yes, I do. Okay. And so do you remember growing up as a young kid with grandparents? Do you Did you respect them too? I did feel like I, I, I did respect them. At times, you know, they, they always wanted to spoil me. They always wanted to give me things and buy me stuff. But when it got to the point that, um, you know, it, it they can't always buy me things all the mm-hmm. time. And I had to learn that from a really young age. And that also came from, you know, my mom and my dad telling me, you got to stop asking for so many things. Ah, you know, so it really does. It comes. It's a ripple effect from you down to your daughter, down to your grandchildren. Mm. Well, you know, Roseanne, I think that relationship with your daughter is one that is broken, that needs to be built more more than anything else. So uh, I don't know how you get respect from her if there's a brokenness in the relationship. Do you guys ever get together and have coffee and just talk about your relationship as mother daughter? Well, she lives like two and a half hours away, mm. and um, she had asked me to come down for Christmas, and I did, but then she tells me that I can't go with her and her husband and my grandkids 
to her in-laws on Christmas Eve, so mm. that meant I would have had been at the house by myself. Mm. So I told her I would go down Saturday, spend the night Saturday, Sunday night, and leave Monday morning because my niece invited me over there with my sister and them for Christmas Eve and Christmas Day. Mm-hmm. So I did that, and then um, as I'm fixing our Sunday dinner, she informs me, oh, dad's coming over for dinner. And I'm like, oh, okay, no problem. Mm -hmm. And then informs me after he leaves that he's spending the weekend at her in-laws, but I'm not invited. Ah. So that tore me up. That crushed me. Yeah, I'm sure it did. I'm sure it did. That's probably a conversation you should have with her to just talk about your feelings and say how it felt to you that you would have, uh, you know, your dad, uh, spend time with the in-laws, but not you. And why did she do that? And I think uh, you should share your feelings with her so she could at least know that it injured you and hurt you. I think that's important, Roseanne. And then after talking to her, just go ahead and forgive her. What do you think about that? I have tried because this isn't the first year she's done this. Mm. And the reason being is because she spoils the in-laws and sisters and all them, sister-in-laws and all them, with gifts. But she Mm. tells me she can't afford to buy me anything. And it's like, no problem, Loretta. I understand. Mm. But she doesn't know that I know that she spends all this money on the in-laws. You know what I mean? It sounds like a very painful situation. I'm so sorry that you have to... Uh, deal with it. And I'm just wondering if Sophia would be willing to say a short prayer for you. Would that be okay, Roseanne? Please. Okay, go ahead, Sophia. Um, Dear God, I just want to pray for Roseanne because she's going through such a hard time right now and she feels like she's done everything that she possibly can to fix this relationship with her daughter and her grandchildren. And I just, please insert yourself in that that situation Mm -hmm. because she really needs you at this point. And she needs you and she needs your guidance to figure out a way to fix this broken relationship because and it's not going to happen overnight. And that's just something that we just need to realize Mm. and just please help her and guide her and help her figure out the best ways to handle this situation and to once again have a have a great relationship with her daughter because Mm. she needs that. And people need her daughter and her and her and her grandchildren. Mm. And um, thank you, Lord. And please. Please guide her during this really tough situation. Yes. In your name, amen. In Jesus' name, amen. Receive that prayer and comfort, okay, Roseanne? Thank you, Dr. Anderson. Mm-hmm. God bless you. Dr. Anderson would love for you to join his Facebook page and subscribe to his YouTube channel. Just search Dr. David Anderson on Facebook and click like for Anderson Speaks on YouTube and subscribe. They're a great way for you to connect with and follow Dr. Anderson. Plus, you can watch Dr. Anderson's radio program live or search past episodes. You can also connect with Dr. Anderson and his sponsors at andersonspeaks.com. We'll talk with Dr. David Anderson on Facebook, YouTube, and andersonspeaks.com. Check him out today. Let's go to Fuller in Atlanta, Maryland. Hi, Fuller. Welcome to the show. How are you? I'm just doing wonderful, and uh, just encouraged to hear the young lady, Sophia, to hear you on the radio. Um, And I I had a question in the spirit of uh, Wisdom Wednesday. Okay. Um, uh, Can you list some benefit as a young person, uh, still in school, I'm assuming, still in high school, uh, list some benefits of listening to your parents, of uh, doing what they ask you to do, especially 
dealing with the, di- the dynamic of, of kind of the dual home where you, you have uh, slightly different rules, I'm sure, between mm-hmm. mom and dad. Mm-hmm. But just in general, the wisdom of, of listening to your parents. Wow, that's great. Benefits. Thank you, uh, Fuller, for that question. Are there some benefits to listening to your parents? Yes, there, there definitely is. At least in, in, in my opinion, there is. And um, it really does start from when you're younger. And the, the biggest thing that I can say that really helped me growing up with both my parents was, was the consistency that they gave me every time that I did something you know, well or I did something bad or I mm. said something that was mean. And I had the same consequence for each of those situations mm. every time. And it wasn't like, if you oh, do this wow. again... You will never, you'll, you won't get to go to your friend's house this time. And then mm. you do it again, you'll get to go to your friend's house. And it, it doesn't help. Huh. It doesn't teach them anything. So, so consistency. consistency. Mm-hmm. Wow. And that, yeah. that you know, okay. um, overflows into, into, their, their, um, into the future, into when they're an adult. Because what happens is, is that their relationships with other people, they start to just do whatever they feel like they want to do mm. and feel like, you know what, it doesn't affect anybody else. But when they're young and when they really know and they, and they learn – that they do have consequences to their actions that when in the future, when they do something that could affect somebody else in a negative way, they know that, oh, maybe I shouldn't do this because it can affect them and I don't want to do that to them. Mm. Fuller, what do you think about that answer? Consistency yeah. and consequences. Yeah, pretty, yeah, pretty good. That's impressive, actually. Yeah. <laughs> consequences. Wow, that's great. And um, you, keep, you keep growing and, uh, and paying attention to, to the wisdom of, of, of the adults in your life, of Anderson and others that can guide you, mm-hmm. and uh, it is just really encouraging to hear hear uh, hear your uh, your youthful uh, uh, faith uh, being expressed and, and served in this way. Mm, thank you, thank you, thank you for calling. Thanks, Fuller. Blessings to you. Hi, I'm Andrew Altman, founder of Best Buy Waterproofing. I hate to see people wait to replace the roof. I'm working on a roof right now where the wood underneath the shingles and the ceiling in the kitchen needs replacing because of roof leaks. Don't let this happen. Get a free estimate before the storms arrive. You deserve the best. Call Best Buy Waterproofing and Roofing. Best Buy Waterproofing before the We're in the second half of the show, and we're talking today on this Wisdom Wednesday about the wisdom of elders. In other words, uh, when people who are older than you are in your life, how do you get advice from them? And what kind of advice uh, can you take away and and apply in your life? Well, my question for you today is what is the best advice you've gotten from someone older than you? Uh, My number is 888-432-7434. If you're watching me on YouTube right now or on Facebook Live, Anderson Speaks is my handle there. You'll see a nice young lady next to me. This is Javana Walker. Javana, say hello to everybody. Hi, everyone. How are you guys today? (laughs) That's great. Now, Javana is working in the studio with us, volunteering, intern. She's with us for several months. And so I just even asked her on today's topic, what's some of the greatest advice you've gotten? So, Javana, what kind of advice have you gotten from people who are older than you? Um, something my mom has always told me, she said, Javonna, never lose yourself in a man. Hmm. And I think that's very important. Um, you know, in my twenties, relationships is like a big thing, but she's always said like, don't focus on that. Uh-huh. Keep your eyes on the Lord. Right. Right. And, yeah. So when she says never lose yourself in a man, what, what does that mean? What is she thinking when she says that? That I have my own dreams, my own goals. Mm. And, you know, when you get into a relationship, it's like two people coming together. But also remember who you are. Understood. Understood. But that's good advice. What else have you heard from people that are older that you feel like you can apply to your life? Um, 
something else. Always, always go to church. <laughs> really? Okay. Yeah, it seems like it's something so basic. But right. as you get older, you learn that uh, your relationship with God mm. just becomes much more important because your faith becomes your own. Right. And I had to learn that. So, yeah. When you're a kid and you're going to church, that's one thing. But when you get into your 20s, how old are you now? I am 23. Okay. So now that you're 23, yeah. you know, you, you're expected to be an adult. Is it harder to go to church at 23? Because we lose a lot of kids between 18 and, and uh, I think, uh, 24 years old. A lot of churches do because kids are now going off to college, mm -hmm. and then they kind of get back from college, or if they just go off to work, they don't have to go to church anymore. So was it hard for you to kind of turn around and get back into church? It was at one point in my life, yes, uh, going through college. It was mm -hmm. hard because I was on my own, you know. I didn't have my parents there telling me, you need to be at church, you need to be at church. Right. So, yeah, it was. Um, what do you say to young people now that are your age that may even be listening right now with regard to uh, church, relationship with God, relationship with other people? Uh, what kind of encouragement can you give them these days? I think that, you know, growing up in a, in a Christian household as your parents – pour into you mm. it's really important for you to uh, seek God for yourself because he loves you mm. and then also as he loves you then share that love with other people because it's very important that we need to love other people as well mm -hmm. is there anything you can say to older people Giovanna uh, that might help us mm -hmm. uh, who are a couple years older than you relate to you and those who are in their 20s. Uh, any any advice you can give us? Yes. So I oh, am. Oh, a big <laughs> smile and a big, yeah. You want to pray about it or no, something? No, or no, you, no, oh, no. you already know. Okay. No, I'm happy you asked me this question. <laughs> yes. So I'm a millennial. Okay. And I hear a lot of older people mm -hmm. talk about millennials and just X, Y, and Z and how we are. It's just a lot of bad, negative stuff. Let, uh -huh. And I believe that this is a very important topic because you're asking us what have we learned from older people. And I believe mm -hmm. that older people can learn a lot from younger people as well. Yeah. So be willing to learn from younger people. We mm -hmm. can learn from each other. Does it feel like uh, sometimes the older generation is putting down the younger generation? Most definitely. Mm. Most definitely. And what does that sound like? So what would be a put down you were like here and you're like, yep, there they go talking about us again. Yeah, you guys act like you know everything. You want everything <laughs> handed to you uh -huh. so quickly. But, like, if you think about it, like, we are go-getters, uh -huh. you know, and we are hard workers. I know a lot of college students who work multiple jobs and go on to college full-time. Uh -huh. So, yeah. So y'all are hard workers. Yes. <laughs> Do you feel like if, you see, if, if we see younger people that are not hard workers, then we stereotype all of you? Yeah. <laughs> uh-huh. Well, listen, uh, I appreciate you and the hard work you're doing here volunteering oh, uh, for you. the radio show, along with a team of uh, <laughs> young folk over there. How many young folk we got over there, D? Talk to me. Uh, get on the mic for a second, D, before I, go to, uh, before I go to break. Okay, so, Levin, how old are you? Tell me. You're 24. Okay. And then, Lawrence, how old are you? 20. 20. You're 20. All right. And, and how old are you? 23. Okay, so we got four folk in here serving. So, Giovanna, you're 23. Mm -hmm. We've got 23 in there. We've got 20 in there. We've got 24 in there. And so what does that feel like, working with people who are your same age, you're all volunteering and, and trying to help advance the kingdom of God? What's that feel like? I love it. I love it a lot because we are 
building into God's kingdom. And I think it's so important, you know, as young people, like you said, we have young people leaving the church, but it's great to see young people who are so devoted and passionate and on fire for God who want to make a, a difference in this world. So I love awesome. that. I love yeah. that. Well, our studio's looking hot with these young people serving and working along with a couple of old heads, OGs <laughs> over here, me and D. Williamson. So there you go. Hey, thanks a lot for the good Thank work you. you're doing. Hello, friends. This is Janice Fonseca, producer of Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. I want to thank you for joining us on this thought-provoking radio show where Dr. Anderson creates a safe, uncommon table to build bridges where there's a divide. Because like he says, comprehension begins with conversation. Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson is a nonprofit ministry, and it is made possible with generous listeners like you. Would you consider partnering with us? It's really easy. Let me tell you how. Go to andersonspeaks.com and click on the donate button. Consider giving a monthly donation. If you're a business and want to sponsor Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson, email me at info at andersonspeaks.com. Together we can build bridges and have great conversations on Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. Become a partner or a sponsor and go to andersonspeaks.com and donate. Join us again tomorrow at 3 p.m. and Saturday at 7 p.m. We want you to be part of this conversation. We can't do this without you. We look forward to your partnership and sponsorship. Andersonspeaks.com Well, I'm going right back to the phone lines. If you're just joining us, we're talking about the wisdom of elders, young people and older people uh, doing life together, building generational bridges. And I asked, what's the best advice you've gotten from someone older than you. All right, let's go to Darlene in Washington, D.C. Hi, Darlene. It's Dr. Anderson here. How you doing? I'm blessed, Dr. Anderson. How are you? Oh, I'm alive and grateful. Thanks for hanging with me. What are you thinking? Amen. <laughs> I was thinking um, about um, what my pastor had said before. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's um, Bishop Charles Lewis. Mm-hmm. gone on to be with the Lord now. Okay. But he said... Um, he gave us some advice. He said, "Do what God is, what God says is right, hmm. not what you think is right, not what all men think is right, not even what your mother or your father might think. Hmm. Do what God says is right and hmm. leave the consequences to God." Wow! I that, never forgot that. That's good. And even though I don't always do what's right, hmm. Holy Spirit brings back to my remembrance and put me right back on. That right track that I should be on. Man, Miss Darlene, that's really, really important. That's some good wisdom from the bishop. (laughs) It is. And you know what? (laughs) When he first said it, I was like, oh my goodness, you know, Mm. I know I don't do everything right. But after a while, it was like, yes. Yep. I like it. It feels so good. My spirit feels good. I'm doing what God says do. I like it. Not what I want to do. Not what this person wants me to do. Not what they said. And every That's time I good. do what's right, even though it looks like, you know, I'm going to get some flack behind it, yep. God steps right in it, and guess what? Things be just smooth as There you go. Thank you so much. So I really, I mean, that is so important. Then one other thing, this is for young people. Okay. Uh, well, anybody, but. Make this one quick, people, though. Um, yeah, I'm going to make this quick. My mother, my, my mother said, no matter what you do, take 
$2, if it's only $2 a week, take that $2 a week, put it to the side, don't touch it, and before you know it, you will have $200, you will have $2,000, mm. you can even get up to 200000 before you even know it if Look at you don't that. touch it. Save your because money and don't touch it. we have a bad it. habit of not saving. Going on, if yep. Can, if you can only just do $2, do the $2. All right, Miss Darlene, peace so, out to you. Thank you so very much. Jerome's in uh, Laurel, Maryland. Let's see what he's saying. Hey, Mr. Jerome, how you doing? Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. What are you thinking? Well, uh, the best advice I got when I was young, back in the 70s, mm-hmm. my grandfather told me to always keep my shoes shine. Really? Huh, and, I love yeah, that. He said, he said, he said because uh, if your shoes are signed, People will think you got money, even if you don't have money. <laughs> wow! So, and who was that? That was your father or your grandfather? That was my grandfather. He, wow! He, he was always, he was always. He, I never seen him. He always wore slacks and a white shirt, and kept a, a white handkerchief in his back pocket. There you go, man. And I sort of modeled myself after him. Well, he had shoe game, and I always tell my sons, a gentleman always carries, and I got this from my dad and my mom. But always carries a handkerchief and and a pen, and I love somebody that has shoe game. So your grandpa had some shoe game back then. We we can still use that today. Yes. Hey, thanks a lot, Jerome. I appreciate you. All right, let's see. I still have time for a couple more. Let's go to Jeff, who's in Baltimore, Maryland. Hey, Jeff, it's Doctor Anderson. How you doing? Hey, I'm doing good today, Doctor Anderson. Uh, I wanted to say that you know my uncle uh, gave me some what I thought was very good wisdom, and now I can understand it because I have children, but how we interact with our children uh, is especially as a father figure and the spiritual head mm-hmm. of the household, how we interact with our kids and how they see us is how they're going to mm. see and feel that how they look at Jesus Christ mm. and whether or not we're going to point them to Jesus himself. Yeah. And I look back on my relationship with my father and I had a skewed sense of who God was because of my relationship with my own father. So I'm just trying to make a conservative effort of how I interact with my kids and, you know, can my children trust me as I trust the Lord every day? Yeah, that's good. I feel that that's so important to be able to to point our children to Christ that way so they can see Christ as he really is and not have a twisted view. I like it. Hey, thanks a lot, Anonymous. I mean, Jeff, that's some good stuff. I appreciate it. Hey, listen, let's, uh, let's go to Bowie, Maryland, and talk to Anonymous, who's on the line. Hey, uh, Anonymous, this is Dr. Anderson. How you doing? Hi, how are you today, Dr. Anderson? I'm doing great. I love great. your show. Thank you. I wanted th- thank you. I wanted to say one of the best pieces of, of advice I've ever got was from my mom, and she says not to live with a man before he marries you. Mm. Why does she say that? Why is that good advice? Because they won't have respect for you. <laughs> she said that they will not have um the level of respect for you that they should have, and most often they will not marry you. Ooh. So she said, don't shack up. Mm, that yep. sounds. She said, don't shack up. That sounds, uh, that sounds like some wisdom. You know, first of all, biblically that's true. Yeah, you you shouldn't was- be doing it, shacking up. Uh, but then outside of just biblical wisdom, she's saying, look, most likely they're not going to marry you. So, you know, do you want a guy for life or do you want a guy – what do you say? Do you want the right guy? Or you want the right now guy? <laughs> so she's smart. Absolutely. So um, 
I actually tell younger uh, women now, and although I didn't listen to my mom, I wanted to admit that too. Oh. I did not listen to my mom because I was so anxious to move out. Oh. And I've suffered um, so a lot of um, unnecessary grief. Okay, so she was for, right. Uh, one, my disobedience to God. Exactly, to God and my mom. So I'm a living example that um, we truly should listen to what God says about it. And my mom was definitely right. Yeah. Well, let me ask you a question. Why is it that when we get a good advice, we still don't take it? <laughs> Why is that? You know what? I, I'm at, at, at 50-something, I'm still wondering about that. I don't know. It's that one thing or that uh, or two things that they tell you definitely not do. Those are the things that we, <laughs> we will do. I don't understand it. Well, you, you know <laughs> what? We don't understand. Well, the Apostle Paul, he didn't understand it either. He said the things that I don't want to do, those are the things I do. And then the things that I uh, do want to do, those are the things I don't do. So you're not you're not alone is, is is my point anonymous. Thanks a lot for hanging with me. Let me go to Linda. She'll be my final caller. I've got a minute left, Linda, and I want to welcome you to the show. What are you thinking? Hey, how you doing? Uh, well, three things, quick things. One was my nephew told me, "Do you know who you are? Who you are?" So I always remember that whenever mm. I'm going through something mentally, mm. and somebody tell me what I can't. And then my mom Good. said, um, "No means no," and um. Why should a man pay for the milk if he can get the cow free? Ah. So those are the three things. Uh-oh. Why does he have to pay for the milk if he gets the cow for free? Okay, I got you. Hey, thanks a lot, Linda. I appreciate it. Yep, there you go. I think I think it might go the other way. Um, why does he buy the cow if he can get the milk for free? But I know what you're talking about, so that's all good. Let's pray together. Lord, we thank you for the advice that we get from one another, from those that are older. We thank you for the contribution of those that are younger. And we just pray, Lord, that you continue to give us wisdom because you tell us to get wisdom and you give it to us. So thank you so much for that. You've been listening to Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson, Weekend Edition, a ministry of Bridgeway Community Church. We would love to have you join us at Bridgeway in our Performing Arts Theater in Columbia, Maryland for one of our three identical Sunday services at 8 a.m., 10 a.m., and noon. Or join us online at www.bridgeway.cc. Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson airs live weekdays on this station and is ready to take your calls. Tune in at 3 p.m. weekdays on WAVA 105.1 FM. We hope to see you tomorrow at church.